Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Dear America. It's Gianna. And Ivana. And today we'll be discussing black businesses. Black business. Y'all, this is about to be a fun episode. Today we are not in our usual recording area. We are outside enjoying the outdoors on a hot day. Social distancing, of course. Of course. Mask on, mask on. <laughs> And today we are going to be talking about black businesses, um, the stereotypes of black businesses, history of black businesses and black based communities, Mm -hmm. just everything, black businesses, black economics and all of that. So, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so dear America, why is there stereotypes and assumptions about black businesses? And that's what we're going to get into today. Stay tuned. So, I think we should discuss a little bit about Black Wall Street. What's that? So, here's a little story. In 1921, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. this was also known as Black Wall Street back then. And it was a very prosperous African-American community right here in the United States. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, like, how did it start? And, like, what happened to that town? Because I don't hear anything about that now. So, in 1906, O.W. Gurley, he was a wealthy African-American from Arkansas. And he moved to Tulsa. And he purchased 40 acres of land. And he made sure that he only sold it to other African-Americans. Okay. And And that's how it started up. Okay, so clearly um, a rich black guy, Mm -hmm. Mr. Gurley, came down from Arkansas. And he was like, boom, I'm purchasing 40 acres of land. And sold it to other African-Americans. And sold it to African-Americans. So all the way from 1906 to 1921 this town was booming businesses that were all i'm guessing black owned they were they were very wealthy Mm -hmm. very prosperous Mm -hmm. and i like i even heard a little bit about this but i never really got the full story i heard like they had their own banks and hotels and houses Mm -hmm. all of that even black people were owning their own private planes uh-huh. And there were only two, I think, like, there were only two, like, airports in Arkansas, um, not in Arkansas, but Oklahoma at the time, right? Uh-huh, and six black families owned planes. Wow. That's lit. Like, honestly, that's not... <laughs> no, like, that's really cool because now you don't really hear about a lot of African-American, like, towns that are like that. It's and just, very wealthy. And like very this. wealthy. So it was kind of like the Wakanda of the U.S., well, Except all the <laughs> the elements and all the, the you know the scientific sci-fi stuff, but it was just like a just like a a really Prosperous. ahead. Of, it's, yeah. it's ahead of its time. It was. It's definitely ahead of its time, for sure. Uh huh. So what happened? Like what happened to the town? That you know what happened to it? Like because I know it's not. A, I mean it's probably still around, but we never know. I don't think it is. Well, what happened in May of that same year of 1921, a black man named Dick Rowland, he got accused of raping a white woman. Okay, that's always what happens. This is part of the Jim Crow era. Yeah, and then that sparked racial outrage and and racial violence. Mm -hmm. And you know, the white people came, burned the whole town down. Because I know a lot of crimes 
um, that were happening against African Americans around like the 1920s and 1930s, and even a little bit before that. Um, there was a lot of crimes against African American males that were always linked to a raping of a white woman. And, um, you know, a lot of African Americans were getting killed, lynched, but they literally burned down this entire town. Yup, and 300 people died and 800 were injured. That is insane. Um, I really wish that as African Americans, we could all group up together and make more black wall streets so we yeah, can have we our should own start this back up again yeah for a fact <laughs> like i think that black owned businesses should definitely get the support that is needed but mm -hmm. you know what's also crazy is that a lot of black owned businesses get a lot of stereotypes labeled on them and yes they like do. that is one thing that i really want to talk about in this episode because um because a lot of black-owned businesses are always labeled lazy or um, unprofessional or expensive uh -huh. or um, just just like a lot of negative mm -hmm. labels just placed upon them. And one thing I noticed, too, is that like when it comes to other brands, I don't hear anyone talking down, talking on, them. down on them. Like y'all love buying racist ass Gucci. Why haven't y'all canceled them? Let's really talk about it. But y'all be quick to talk about how these black-owned businesses are so unprofessional. And you don't even give them a chance. But y'all done gave racist-ass Gucci chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. And you know, most of these stores that you buy these expensive designer stuff at, they don't. They literally do not hire a lot of black people. They don't. When you they walk in, they don't hire black. black people. They don't. They really don't. There's a new, like thing going on now i've noticed this since 2016 that a lot of black businesses are starting to um appear like one by one especially mm -hmm. on social media and um just all over the 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 web the, all over social media honestly in general um a lot of clothing brands um a lot of um skin products mm -hmm. skin brands um, a lot of makeup brands, a lot of bundle businesses, hair businesses, eyelashes, nail techs, lash techs. And it's amazing because these women are young adults. They're like our, around our age, you know, and they're they're taking these businesses and they're running with it and they're mm -hmm. going places with it. And it's amazing because now people are going to turn black people are turning their their eyes toward these black owned businesses because black people are owning these businesses and it's not like oh i have to go to the asians to do my nails now now i have a, a, a nail tech mm -hmm. and i can make an appointment with her and i can like you know spend time with her and it's more of a sense of comfortability like um i know some um business owners and lash techs and nail techs that did their business because the businesses that they use to put their money toward are giving them below quality um products like a lot of i know a lot of people who started becoming nail techs because simply because um their um their lady at the nail salon wasn't doing their nails really good or their nails were um messing up or like getting an infection because of just the products that they're using on their nails and the nail mm -hmm. techs are now like taking care of their um of their uh of the clients that come into their business and um they they do the extra step mm -hmm. that people 
that own businesses in their community don't take, which is amazing because having that cause and having that motivation and having that drive of doing a business for people and showing that extra care shows a lot. Because a lot of a lot of people say that black businesses are lazy and they're so like yeah they have bad customer service, service and, all, and of all of this stuff. But it's like, why are you making the business? You know, what is your purpose? What is your mission as a entrepreneur? You know, what is your drive? What is your hunger? And what is your main goal for your business? And I feel like any entrepreneur should have that. Um, even us, like when we did this podcast. Our idea and our goal was to reach out to African-Americans that didn't know much about their culture in America and even beyond America. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanted to do this for you guys. And we're not just doing this for kicks and fun and giggles, <laughs> but, you know, we try to make it entertaining for you guys so you guys can come back every week and listen to us. And besides that, I know a lot of YouTubers who are black that do the same thing. They do makeup videos mm-hmm. for black girls. So you know if you're a preteen and you want to learn how to do makeup this is a perfect opportunity yeah, the black for you. girl has someone who she could look up to yeah exactly a role model or even somebody someone who looks like her. yeah someone that looks like her because a lot of i remember when i started watching youtube a lot of white people were doing youtube back then mm-hmm. you know there was not a lot of and people there was no could, makeup for us yeah so when we started watching black youtubers it was like oh like perfect i can always go to um Lisette for hair hair tutorials or um this person on youtube or that person mm-hmm. you know just to look for looks and etc you know so i think that i think that having black businesses is also a good thing for um the future generation so they have a motivation to be like oh when i'm 19 i'll be able to have a black business for mm-hmm. something that really makes me me and you can have your own brand i feel like Definitely this year is a perfect time for yeah. people to open up black businesses. And not only that, for people to open up any business, mm-hmm. even if you're white, Asian, whatever the case may be, do something that drives you and motivates you, you know, and puts you on the map as this person that does this or that person that does that. Everybody can make a change no matter what you're doing. So, yeah. And I think that's really good to have really good. that type of mindset. You know, doing things not only for yourself, but for other people and making a change, you know? Because we live in a crazy world. (laughs) So, with that being said, we would like to tell you guys about some black businesses, YouTubers, beauty, brands, everything. That we probably know personally, or that we just shop from, or that we buy products from. So, yeah. So underneath fashion, I'm going to give you guys two um, two different types of black businesses. Actually, three in total, but one of them is up and coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these black businesses are also up and coming. So we're just going to include the ones that are, you know, present where you can shop right after you listen to this podcast or um, ones that you can just wait on because they already have products out and they even have their Instagram up. So we're gonna just talk about the Instagram at names or just their platform in general. So for starters, um, I have honeysapparel.llc. That's her at name on Instagram. She is selling, um, she's a black own, she's a black business and she's selling clothing items. For this fall, I believe she's putting out a lot of um, sweatsuits for the girls, kind of like Juicy Couture inspired that have the label Honey on it. 
Um, I know that you guys are really into that type of thing for the fall. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely copping that up. Me too. <laughs> Most definitely getting one. Yep. Got to. Um, the next act name that we have here is Sleep and Beauty underscore underscore. This is more of like a loungewear by my friend Destiny. She um, put this clothing brand out in the beginning of the summer, I believe. And um, she already told me about um, what she's already selling. She's um, selling lingerie for the girls and um, a lot of loungewear just for girls to wear around their homes or mm-hmm. just to sleep in. And the clothing pieces are very, very comfortable. Um, I haven't bought anything yet, but sooner or later I'm gonna start buying stuff because I'm definitely gonna buy some um, loungewear for the um, Christmas time and for the holiday season just to spend time with my family and stuff. But a lot of her clothing pieces are very, very beautiful. Next up, we have Sorilla Boutique which is a black owned business that is based in LA. Um, I, don't, I don't know the name of the owner, but I just know the boutique has a lot of, um, a lot of cute clothes, um, a lot of clothes that are very similar to Fashion Nova, um, but mm-hmm. it's way better quality than Fashion Nova. Yeah, and they ship worldwide. Yeah, they ship worldwide. So if you're in another country or you are just, you know, out of the US, they definitely... <laughs> They definitely will ship out to you. Next up, we have brands and YouTubers. So first up, we have Right in Black, which I'm also a part of, and I'm also in a couple of episodes of Right in Black. Um, and this is um, a YouTuber named, by, um, her name is Amanda Wright, and she makes YouTube videos all about African-American um, culture. We're having deep discussions about even People who are Latino, you guys can also tune into this. There are a lot of questions that pertain to the Hispanic community and also black community. Mm-hmm. And it's just basically a, um, a question conversation starter. A lot of opinions are put into these episodes and a lot of um, actual information, valid information. Yeah, very by, informative. I watch, yeah. I watch her YouTube videos. Because it, it was, I mean, like when we were recording it, it was so much fun. Um, the other people that are starring in the episodes are also um, Amanda's friends and people that I know from school. So it's really fun. Like, it's really interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you guys really um, listen to, um, watch her videos and really listen to what she says. Because a lot of the questions she asks us, I'll, I'll, be, on, I'll be stuck on. Like, I can't record yet. I'll be like, wait, <laughs> let me really think about my answer. So um, I hope you guys really tune into that. Next up, we have... Oh, we have Julian Steve. This is my personal friend here from school. If you're listening, love you. But <laughs> <laughs> you guys should check out his YouTube channel also. He's more so a commentary channel. He does lifestyle, everything. And recently, he put out a video about being Afro-Latina and Latino. And, you know, he just has background on where that came from, information about it. He explains the countries that identify as Afro-Latina, Latino. And you guys should check that YouTube, his YouTube channel out. At Julian C. At Julian C. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, we have um, the Deep Library, who is one of our listeners, yeah. actually. So, shout out to you, Haran. Um, Harain. Harain. I apologize. I'm so sorry. Um, he does poetry, and he does poetry posts on that page and he's very very interactive on that page uh-huh. um he will like 
post every morning good morning for you guys he would like put up his poetry um about just stuff that pertains to be being black or just positive poetry pieces that can just uplift you throughout the day yes very positive for sure um next up we have beauty so we have a couple of um new york based people and i'm so excited to share this so first up we have at underscore v dot essentials underscore which is by my friend Victoria shout out to you if you're listening um, Victoria is a good friend of mine she's coming out with a skincare line um, that she started up because she felt as though that a lot of products don't really benefit her skincare um, and stuff and she also explains it on her personal page which i will tell you guys what it is right now but if you guys follow her at underscore v dot essentials underscore you will definitely um find more info as to what she's putting out and more information about her business next up we have indovic beauty i don't know if i pronounced it wrong i am so sorry if i pronounced it wrong um but this is also a black owned business that also handles um, skincare and body skincare and um, just everything. That and, body oils? Um, I believe so. She has body oils. She has body scrubs mm -hmm. for exfoliation. She has body butters for um, everyone that just wants to try an alternative when it comes to lotion. And yeah. And next up, last but not least, we have Honey's Cosmetics. Um, X at the end. Um, she also comes out with a lot of um, face oils and a lot of cleansers, um, a lot of like skincare products for people who are breaking out. I heard a lot of good reviews on her cosmetics. With that being said, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you tune in next week and follow us on Instagram at Dear America K. No dots, no underscores, just Dear America K. Make sure to follow my personal Instagram at G-I-X-X-C-L and Ivana's personal Instagram at lavish.ya, L-A-V-I-S-H dot Y-U-H, yeah. And, you know, subscribe to our page on Apple Podcasts, guys. And also follow us on Spotify. We're available on Google Podcasts also. Exactly. Everywhere. And if you guys need a link anytime, to watch or stream us on um on our podcast it's on our personal page and even on our instagram page so yeah bye, bye.